Welcome to the Drawing a Line podcast and blog. My name is Bill Hubbard. We provide information and insights on issues related to sexual and other forms of harassment. Our topic today is to recap the survey results from our recent survey, the last blog, When Does Sexual Joking or Teasing Become Sexual Harassment? The blog survey began December 18, 2023 and ran through January 5, 2024. We surveyed the Drawing Align readers seeking their perspective relating to sexual joking or teasing on the job. In addition to the Drawing Align blog posting, the survey was publicized by boosted posts on Facebook, resulting in responses including reactions, survey replies, and comments. Let's begin with a first glance summary of the survey findings. All survey respondents identified as male. The respondents were equally spread among management supervision, salaried employees, and hourly employees. Now let's take a look at the breakout of the replies to the survey questions. Two thirds or 67% of respondents acknowledged engaging in sexual joking and teasing of coworkers. A greater proportion of respondents, 83%, did admit that sexual joking or teasing conduct could be considered sexual harassment. 25% of respondents admitted that such conduct occurred on a daily basis. None identified a frequency, a weekly frequency, but 25% said that it occurred monthly. A larger number, 50%, indicated that sexual joking or teasing occurred over more lengthy time periods, longer than the monthly time sequence. All of the respondents, 100%, indicated that the recipient did not ask them to stop. Below, we have reported uh, a breakout of the survey, in the individual survey questions and responses. I'll recap this for you now. Question number one, have you engaged in sexual joking or teasing with co-workers of the opposite sex in the workplace? 67% said yes, 33% said no. Question number two, do you consider this conduct to be sexual harassment? 83% said yes, 17% said no. Question number three, what was the frequency of the joking or teasing? Daily, as it was identified by 25%, monthly was identified by another 25%, and then an other category, meaning longer than monthly, was identified by 50%. Did the recipient ask or tell you to stop? There were no positive, no yes replies. All of the respondents, 100% indicated the recipient did not ask them to stop. What is your position? 33% identified as management and supervision, another 33% identified as salaried employees, and then the final 33% identified as hourly employees. What is your sex? All of the respondents identified as male, 100%. So our our message then to the listener and the reader, uh, when a coworker or management conduct crosses the line, here is our advice to you. In the event that you observe or experience unwanted sexual conduct or adverse discriminatory actions due to the various protected class bases, 
consider your options. While some individuals elect to engage in quiet or literal quitting, there are others who choose to confront the offender. There are also others who elect to report the conduct to the employer or to the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission or the local or state for employment practice and discriminatory agency. Another option available as well is to retain an attorney for advice on how to proceed with a harassment or discrimination complaint. So stay tuned for our next blog. We'll identify additional information on the survey. Uh, a number of comments were provided, particularly from in the, the Facebook posting of our marketing process. Uh, and this will add some enlightenment to, to your reaction, to the reactions of the respondents as well. So this will be in our next uh, next posted blog. The information provided here is from the Drawing a Line WordPress blog authored by William S. Hubbard. The blog link is Drawing a Line 175408723.wordpress.com. Hubbard is the author of the novel Drawing a Line, A Look Inside the Corporate Response to Sexual Harassment.